Okay, cool. Rachel, what did we talk about in this episode? We talked about identity. Mm -hmm. Moving from China to America at the age of 16 mm -hmm. and assimilating yeah. and eventually finding a good balance. Yeah, cool. Let's get started. Welcome to Try with Ping. This is Ping Robert, and in this podcast, we will cover a range of different topics from culture, languages, and underrepresented stories. Join me with a cup of chai and listen to these stories. Welcome back to Try with Ping. Today, I have a special guest right next to me. This is my first time to do an in-person recording with those professional microphones that I purchased. And she is so generous to come to my show, and we're right now sitting in my closet in the office. Cozy. <laughs> Let's welcome Rachel! Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for doing this so cool first episode in person with no, me. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm digging this closet vibe. <laughs> so Rachel and I, we, we met at church, kind of. We met online. We met online in a small group. Yes. In our church. We actually don't go to the same church. You go to right. Jedediah, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah technically. I, I go do. to Galilee. Mm -hmm. So it's like a north and a south branch. Right. And we you came to our small group? I think end of April, beginning of mm. May maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because by then the North Church has kind of like already closed. Yeah. Our pastor couldn't um, officially do, work right right yeah. do sermons so i was like well might as well try this out and i didn't know anybody my age like i didn't have any peers in yeah. colorado at the time yeah so my mom asked um this family friend yeah um christina actually to 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 introduce me to like any small group that they might have down south in galilee yeah and that's how i got into this group and awesome. got to know pain i know and, and here it's i like am in the closet it's after like six months online meetings and then we finally got to meet each other in person i think not six like months. in the in we the met in outdoor that right, walk right, the fair thing, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so that September. was pretty cool yeah okay so tell us a little bit about you what okay. do you want me and the listener to know we have our topic, but I thought like... you were supposed to introduce me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you're Chinese. You moved yes. here when you were about sixteen yeah. to sixteen Texas, mm -hmm, to Which Dallas. Part? Ah, for high school. Dallas, yes, for senior wow. high. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So how does that that happen? I mean, because I come here for a degree, so it's right. like I finish my previous degree and then come here. But like, did you? I don't know. How do you sure. apply? Um. So I that was actually not in the plan at all. Uh -huh. I was in um, full prep mode for the Chinese college entrance exam, Bao uh -huh. right? And my dad at the time had already been working in um, the suburb of Dallas for, uh -huh. for a little bit. And he'd been going back and forth. So he would stay in Dallas for about three months and then oh. go back to Shanghai for like six months and go back again. Okay. Um, and I think... At that point, my mom was just kind of like, well, if we have this opportunity to go abroad, mm -hmm. why don't we? Because your job is going to be there kind of long term anyway. Oh, yeah. You guys have already talked about that even before coming to study here. What? Like, talk about. So your mom expects you to work here. In the oh, US. no, no. She was talking to my dad. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Got it. She's like, well, mm -hmm. if you're going to be there long term anyway, yeah. um, 
why like, not to bring the kids yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel the school system there is probably better too yeah. look at how much pressure she's under right now it'd be so much better for her <laughs> which at the at the time i was like no i don't want to go anywhere all my friends are here yeah i don't want to go abroad for a university that's like too much of a shift right because from like in six months time i went from like full prepping for gaokao to to like just to a leaving <laughs> yeah to- <laughs> like going in the middle of nowhere in texas yeah 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 yeah. yeah. wow yeah it was a big shock so that's how i ended up in dallas and yeah. then i stayed for college and then i stayed for another year for grad school oh wait wait wait, wait. so like the t- transition that you had from china where were you in china so i was born in hangzhou mm-hmm. um and then i moved to shanghai right around middle school oh okay. um, yeah hangzhou and shanghai think of them as I don't know. There really is no equivalent. Um, it's really close. It's like an hour away by train. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't really know that much about Shanghai, but I know the girls are tougher. Tougher? <laughs> Do you think so? <laughs> no, I think... Okay, so I, I feel like Shanghainese people... So my grandpa is actually yeah. like a Shanghai native. Um, so if you go to mainland China, you would hear this thing where Shanghainese people are like exclusive. They mm. They... So there's this like stereotype of Shanghainese like looking at people that are not from Shanghai and just like putting them in a category that's like peasants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have that that city yeah. crowd, that, right. that pride thing. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. But I actually think um, I think that's just a city culture. Okay. Um, like if you go to New York, you might find the same thing. They're not um, like they're not stingy in any way. Mm-hmm. They're just more calculating because <laughs> that's such a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So, so they just have, um, I think because like for such a long time, like it was occupied by the French for yes. a little bit and then the Germans took like a slice of it. Yeah. Um, so resources were just scarce mm-hmm. and they like over time, Shanghai developed this like unique culture of, um, I think to this day, like Shanghai does a really good blend of East and West culture. Mm-hmm. And what like stemmed off from that is like, you don't see a lot of the, a lot of the communal, um, like sharing and stuff happening in like mm-hmm. the communities as you might in like say Beijing. Yeah. But people are more um, cognizant of each other's needs. They, I feel like Shanghainese people are better at giving each other space mm-hmm. um, than, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, but like you definitely see that sharing attitude inside of the family, right? Yes. It's like, yeah. so, but from the outside, maybe there's yeah. so many migrants mm. in the city itself. So like, Everyone has their own culture. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. So an example would be, so there's this traditional, I guess, like, Shanghainese architecture style called mm-hmm. Shikuman. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, it's like, Chinese, but with a lot of, like, French twist mm-hmm. in it. So the house itself is is small, but it's got multiple stories. Yeah. Um, but I think during the war, they didn't have enough, obviously, they didn't have enough room for everybody. So um, several households would share one like shikuman building so what happened from that is like literally like a family would live under like the staircase area this room right and you turn a corner and one room would be one family instead of like a family occupies the entire house so what happened from that is um like at the end of the month when you got to divide the utility bills Mm -hmm. you would literally jot it down to like the two decimals yeah so th- oh, I that's never thought about that's that. why yeah that's why they had this culture I think people think Shanghainese people are like stingy yeah um, but 
they're just more cognizant that like yours is yours and mine is mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have to do that because mm-hmm. it's just like how we live. Yeah. Is it in a in a communal bill, but like we need to share whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. So after Shanghai, then did you just apply directly to a college in Dallas? So I went to high school in、yeah. Dallas first. Oh, okay. You went to high school first, right? Okay. My junior and senior year was in.、Um, I spent it in Plano, Texas.、Mm-hmm. Kind of your quintessential American suburb. <laughs> <laughs> it's really big, super diverse. Yeah.、Um, looking back, it's kind of like a bubble. Yeah. Um, because it's definitely like upper middle class. You know, kids are expected to go to college ninety percent of the time.、Mm-hmm. And so I did junior and senior year there. Applied to college.、Um, I went to the University of Texas at Dallas.、Uh, we're a very young school. I think we just hit fifty years old. Oh. Yeah.、Okay. So it was very cool actually during undergrad.、Yeah. The four years I got to see our campus do pretty much new construction every year.、Mm-hmm. And by the time I left the school last year, our enrollment had doubled.、Um, I think at least twofold.、Mm. Yeah. And a lot of endowments for research and stuff.、Yeah. So I think that's. That's、um, an interesting experience. Someone、yeah. who went to—I really wanted to go to UT Austin. Yeah.、Um, but I think at the end of the day, it was good for me. Hmm. And why is that? Why、yeah. did you want to go to Austin、wow. instead of Dallas? <laughs> good question. <laughs> yeah. What's the myth? So I think、uh, while、well, growing up in China, with the public education system, you know, and then. Kind of just in that culture, and even after I moved to Plano,、mm. after my my parents would hang out with a lot of Asian American families, so I kind of equated、um, my worth to whatever school I'm going to go to.、Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was like, well, if I go to a good school, then I like am somehow better than people who didn't go to that school or、okay. went to a lesser school. Okay. And I was very desperate at、um, trying to prove myself. Yeah. After you know moving. At age sixteen,、um, and just had like a really bad GPA because the education systems were really different. So、mm-hmm. the high school I was at in Shanghai, even though I was making good grades or like passable grades,、mm-hmm. and here it would be like a two point seven GPA, right? Oh. So I was I was just like, if this is where I'm going to start at, at least I want to be somewhere that will carry me. Further and yeah, higher, yeah, yeah. and not like you know a college that's fifteen minutes away from my high school. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like an okay choice. Yeah, of, okay, yeah. got it. Ah, yeah. What what was the ranking as well? I I don't really know UT Dallas or UT Austin. Right, I think overall our、uh, comprehensive ranking at the time was maybe like one twelve, one twenty. Okay. Um, our business school. Was about forty actually. Okay. So it's not bad at all. And then、mm, um, it's a very <laughs> it's a very STEM focused school. Yeah,、um, yeah. So they had a ton of engineering programs.、Mm, right. Okay. Well, wow.、Mm-hmm. So how did you made that conclusion that it's better for you to stay in Dallas? Looking back, yeah. I would say. I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What year can be worse, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. so yeah. So I. I I, I truly think that、um, Dallas, like I've been to a lot of different metro areas in the states, and I just haven't seen anything like Dallas、mm-hmm. so far.、Um, I guess when, when you know people outside of Texas, when they, when they hear Dallas, they just kind of like, picture cowboys and like you know yeehaw、yeah. pickup trucks、oh, to an、yeah. extent.、Mm-hmm. That is true, but、yeah. Dallas is so diverse. I think if you go there and you live for a little bit, you would know what I mean because every like. 
street corner you turn, there's a different type of cuisine.、Oh. You can find not only good Chinese food, but、yeah. there's like variety within the Chinese food. Got it. You can you can do, and then there's Mediterranean. Yeah. A big、um, Iranian population there.、Mm. Um, there's a really big,、uh, of course, Hispanic population. So yeah, there's good Tex-Mex, good. Authentic Mexican food,、mm. um, Colombian food,、yeah. you know, Venezuelan food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's、um, so it exposed me to a lot more than just cowboys and yeehaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, got it. Wait, so then circling back, I don't get it. I think I asked you why your English is so good. It's not in a you know did <laughs> I don't know how do you say、yes. like. Kind of put it down or something, but like a lot of students, when they come at the age of sixteen, they might not blend as well as you are. Right. So, so yeah,、uh, you want to talk、know. about that? <laughs> I don't know. You want to have some kombucha first? Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> take a sip of、yeah. very delicious homemade kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> This is ginger one that you can take a、uh, try. Mm. Mm. You should start selling this. I think my mom told me the same. And she's like,、sign. you know, like you can sell your bread without additives, and I'm like, uh, okay. Wait, sorry,、okay. that's a scoby, so you you might not want to drink that. Um, and I'm like, but selling it takes so much more time. And she's like, you can sell kombucha and chai,、so、just two teas. Yeah, because kombucha is so overpriced in store. I know, but it's like it's probably a fraction of the cost that、mm. they're selling.、Mm. It's tea, sugar, and water. So good. Mm. Mm. All right, let's talk about. All right. What was your attitude? Was you like so desperate to fit in, or you kind of just like maybe you were good in English or the culture itself、mm. already? I think maybe a little bit of both.、Um, my boss kept saying too, because <laughs> so my boss is this, like a white Mormon guy from New Jersey, right? And He learned that I moved here in, at, at age sixteen. To this day, he's like, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> right? Yeah, your formative years were in China. Yeah,、um, yeah, for sure. So I think, so I kept telling him, I'm like, well, you know, if you move from China to the middle of Texas when you were a teenager,、mm. you would do everything you can to assimilate as well.、Mm-hmm. But I truly like, I thought about this accent thing.、Um, I think over time, I just got really good at mimicking. People and eventually it became my own accent.、Mm. Um, and also, when I moved here, so the English education I received in Shanghai was like over was it, and was above. Was it more British?、Uh, no, it was just really hardcore and intense. Okay, got so, it. So、um, it was way more than enough to carry me, like you know, the, through the daily conversations, the grammar parts,、um, vocabulary was great. So I felt like I already had the foundation. Um, just speaking and listening wise, I needed to work on that.、Mm-hmm. But my high school in Plano actually had a one-year ESL program, even、yeah. though we were senior high.、Yeah. So I actually got to know a lot of students from、uh, Mexico, Central America that moved there、yeah. at around the same time that I did. Yeah.、Um, and that I feel like helped me with the transition the whole time. Yeah. And I am always that kid growing up that's like a little bit dense to numbers, but really sensitive to language.、Mm-hmm. Um, and people's, I guess, and more perceptive. That part of my brain, I don't know what part it is. <laughs> Probably the left、yeah. side. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So,、um, according to my mom, I started talking when I was eight months old. Yeah.、Um, I guess that's considered early. Yeah. So, she and my dad had always been very、um, insistent that I 
um, explore it as part of, I guess, like a talent. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always liked literature, English or Chinese. Yeah. Um, and I lived, and this also helped because I lived on campus all four years of college and I got to socialize. Yeah. Joined a bunch of different clubs and I loved writing. So I wrote for my high school newspaper for a year. What? Yes. What? That is so cool. My high school newspaper. <laughs> Although our high school is like 2,500 kids, which is kind of insane looking No, back. but like you, well, yeah. that's a lot of courage that you write and then be published and then people read it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was really fun to, you know, go around and get to know people. Yeah. Um, oh, so you're that kind of multi, multi-talented kid. No. School. Were you popular? <laughs> just, I think I was just confused. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that me high school girls are confused? Yeah. <laughs> Were um, you mean? No, not at all. I was, I was, I think I was like trying really hard to figure out what I wanted to do for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. And I knew that, you know, unlike math or sciences, which I always had to like work for them to come to me, oh. language is something that like it's kind of embedded. Yeah, it already. comes to me naturally. Yeah. 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 So I knew I had that. So for the longest time, I actually wanted to be a simultaneous interpreter. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? I, I, I thought that Me was the too. coolest job in the whole world. I know, but it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, like I just, uh, I just like kind of glorified and worshiped that job. Yeah. And in college, I was in Model United Nations um, and we got to travel to New York a couple times to compete. Yeah. And we went to the UN headquarters there. You know, I got to see, like, those little boxes the interpreters set in. I was mm -hmm. like, wow, dang, that is cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You went there when you were in high school? College. College? Yeah. But so that, you still didn't choose, like, translation and interpretation as your major. Because mm, you chose no. business. Yeah, no. But I hung on to that dream <laughs> for the longest time. <laughs> okay. I was like, well, at least I've got this dream. Yeah. But, like, how did you choose? Um, I think... Over time, I realized that translation, interpretation, it like you're not expressing your own opinion. Yeah. In any way, you're just a I tool, mm -hmm. right? And I did feel like at the like the pace that technology is advancing at, yeah, this would probably be obsolete in mm. a few decades. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So as cool as it might have looked. But you still um, choose to be on the practical side. Yeah. Like, now I, I don't want to be myself. replaced by robots. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Wow, that is so cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything special to blend in? Mm, anything special? Because I know a lot of people try to like what, listen to example? pop songs or watch okay. those whatever, you know, TV shows. Sure, or... sure. Um special wise I, I think I definitely went through a period of time where I was consciously kind of making room to understand American pop culture mm -hmm. and in in doing that I like inevitably had to kind of distance myself from Chinese culture mm -hmm. a little bit you know so um but that I would say is probably before sophomore year of college yeah after that I was just kind of like well I am me. I don't care if I don't understand your Saturday Night Live references. So I was oh. able to kind of just like let go. And after I think age 20, 21, I was, yeah. I just kind of like did whatever I wanted. Yeah. Um, 
Wait, back up a little bit. So you told me, so there wasn't some experiences that you encountered that you don't feel you understood what your oh, yeah. peers were saying. Oh yeah. What does for it mean? Sure. Like what are the example? Yeah, I mean, so like in in high school, like when you sit at a lunch table, you know, people will talk about TV shows they yeah. watched. Um, and reality shows and celebrities. Yeah. Which what do they watch? I don't know. Like looking back, I <laughs> truly didn't get it. <laughs> looking back, I truly don't remember. Probably The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> which, like, yeah, that was like the first one coming to my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably yeah. like not missing out anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, I think just American culture in general, like YouTube, um, stand-up comedy is mm. a big thing. So I didn't have. Any exposure on that front, and I can't really think of a specific example except、mm-hmm. that I I made a conscious effort to、okay. learn yeah w- like what pop culture is really so okay so so yeah so for example One Direction was really big yes <laughs> I remember that yeah yeah, yeah and good to that like I'm still in the same generation <laughs> <laughs> you certainly, certainly I start to feel、yes. like I'm older now. No. No. <laughs> But I, I wasn't like into boy bands or anything, so I had no idea what like One Direction was, and、yeah. I had to like you know look it up. It's just One Direction. Yeah, it, it's just a, not the south, know, not the north. Yeah, <laughs> just some dudes. Yeah, looking good, trying to sing. Yep. Yeah.、Um, yeah. So stuff like that. Also, you kind of research on that instead、mm-hmm. of like a natural exposure. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or like you, you know the Simpsons. Yeah. Oh,、um, I never understood that. Yeah, or or SpongeBob even. <laughs> I know. Though, and then I decided I'm gonna let it go because I just、yeah. don't get it. I try to watch, I don't. Yeah. I'm like.、Mm-mm. Yeah, I think at one point, like if it was not interesting to me, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Why、yeah. am I spending time on it? Yeah.、Um, but then in college,、um, so I was really interested. I still am in politics and how you know policies affect our lives,、um, which is why I was in Model UN in the first place.、Mm-hmm. And so I. I Started to get into、um, not reality shows, more like、um, variety shows, like Saturday Night Live,、um, Last Week Tonight by John Oliver. Yeah, yep. Watched some Stephen Colbert. I was like, well, actually, I could, I could see now how American pop culture is interesting if this、oh. is considered a part of it. Okay. Yeah. Ah,、yeah. interesting.、Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Did anyone come up to you showing interest in your own culture? Mm. I mean, people didn't walk up to me and be like, "Tell me about China." <laughs> <laughs> But like in your friends' zone, right? Like、uh, the, all those people around you. Yeah, yeah. So actually, some of my closest friends to this day I made because so、um, I actually took Spanish in college、mm-hmm. and high school.、Um, but most of my close friends I made because they were in a Chinese class. In um in college, okay, and、mm. we lived in the same dorm. Yeah, so they would, after they 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 realized that I'm from China, they would like you know come to me and we would talk about the classes、yeah. and they would like ask interesting questions and then I think three of them eventually actually went on a study abroad trip to Taiwan. Yeah, to Taipei. Okay. Yeah.、Ah. Yeah. So. So you made、For、friends、sure. with those people who are already kind of interested in Chinese. Yeah.、Ah. Yeah. 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 Okay.、Mm. Hmm. What are your main? I don't really know how to phrase this one, but like among your friends, 
is there a racial oh and demographic yes <laughs> thank that. you i love that you were like trying to dance around the word here. No, I, I really don't know what how to say is that what kind of race is that yeah. <laughs> so one of the reasons i loved ut dallas and i still love it to this day is how diverse it is mm-hmm. we for example in, in my freshman year dorm our side of the hall um we had and these these are second generation immigrants so meaning their parents came over and they grew up there mm. so we had um people from india from vietnam yeah mexico lebanon um well one from chicago <laughs> you gotta have one of those <laughs> yeah yeah um and so I think that was, from that time on, that was kind of like my, my core friend group. Mm-hmm. And when I, after that, I made friends mainly through um, clubs and stuff. And because of like my, I guess, my nerdy nature, the, yeah. the clubs I'm in, they, they already kind of are very diverse groups. So um, I would say maybe like, 60% Asian American including yeah. Indian American yeah, yeah, yeah and then the rest would be Hispanics and whites mm. yeah. is it easier for you to make friends with diverse backgrounds oh sure oh, definitely okay. is it hard yeah. with white um, <laughs> that's a bit touchy yeah over oh, there yeah I guess it depends on like what type of white <laughs> You're what talking... type of white <gasps> let's talk about that what I, type I think, of white i think people who well in general not just like um race right because you can have an asian person who's close-minded and don't want to socialize with other asians yeah so i think as long as this person is open-minded um like they know how to use chopsticks that's like my benchmark <laughs> Then, oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, if you if you need help with chopsticks, that you probably didn't get as much, you know, exposure it, to oh, culture. Oh, what? Yeah. That's how you differentiate. No, no, that's like my very elementary. What very if they're just course. so kind and they really want to learn? That that would work too. But okay. I think to be friends, we would have to like have this understanding. Like they need to know my um, like my enough background. of yeah enough exactly. of knowledge or awareness of exactly your culture. Uh. so i don't need to you know explain to them this is why beans belong in desserts yeah like the ali wong <laughs> joke you know this is why i eat watery soup instead of like um, like a very thick one, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah so okay. it's little nuanced things like that that yeah. i I think if you don't have to, if, if your friends already have an understanding of that, it's way easier. Yeah. yeah. Or they just ask good questions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. What kind of white? All right. <laughs> We're just going to put it out there. I don't know how to conclude that. We're but, in um, the closet. <laughs> and it's all going well. Because I, I, I don't think you're the first one. I interviewed some of the other Amer- um, Asian Americans. And then you're kind of like a bicultural, bilingual person up till now. Um, it is not a first, you're not the first one saying it's a little difficult to fit in with the white culture mm-hmm. because I, I still think that it's just the family culture and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's a big part. Yeah. And then it's sure. a whole different thing. So when you were in Dallas, did your parents also move here or like your dad is still traveling and. Yeah. So my parents were with me. Um, they were also in Dallas until the beginning of my junior year, um, in college. 
Oh, where did they go afterwards? Um, they moved back to Shanghai. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they kind of like moved back on me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. you take care of daughter. Yeah, th- yeah. There were more to that. There was like some visa stuff that's not working out. Yeah. That's the nature of my dad's job changed a bit. Okay. Um, and it just made sense at that point for them to move, move back, back and kind of reestablish themselves. Mm, yeah. But they're not retired. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Got they're it. both still working. Okay. Wow. Wait, so when you were first here, you were having an Eng- like a student visa? No, I so was how actually did, how did that on work? a dependent visa on my dad's work visa. Oh. Until I was 21 and I okay. couldn't be on that visa anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that point, I transferred to a student visa. Okay. Yeah. What about now? Now I'm on a work visa. Wait, so any time you could be like told to leave. Yeah. What? <laughs> I thought you already got your green card, at least green card. That's that's interesting because I think a lot of people assume that just because... You have been here so long. Yeah, because I've been here long enough. I talk like someone who's like raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, on paper, I am 100% pure Chinese. What? Yes. Okay. So you also, did you go through OPT? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I did do all of that. OPT, CPT. Wow. Lottery. Wait, so you're the lucky one that you got a lottery. I did. Because mm, I have friends who went back because they didn't get a lottery. Mm. Um, their boss still want them, but... It's um, very unfortunate. Yeah. It's, just, um, yeah. it's, it's like... A whole other topic. I topic know. It's a 10% yeah. um, selection rate. Then you just happen to... Oh, wow. wow. I, I think it's for people with um, more than bachelor degrees. It's probably 40, 45% rate. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm very lucky this year. So, if those people didn't get their lottery, like they didn't get the H one B visa, they so they cannot stay here and wait for the next draw. It's like bye. If you majored in a STEM related field, yeah. you have three years to toss your name in the hat and do the lottery oh, three rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but if while you... under OPT. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, my friend is under the business hat. So, uh, like, so that's they only had one round mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Oh, that's what. Okay, that's what they're saying. Oh. Yeah. All right. I should better interview See. them before they go. See, that's that's why I'm saying like policies affect so much of yeah. our lives, and it wasn't really like growing up in China. I was never. Um, also because the Chinese political environment is just mm-hmm. like never conducive to you contributing yeah. to your local policy or whatever. Yeah. But after moving here and especially after um, a couple of, you know, friends kind of, um, we formed a group and we started talking about politics in America. I started realizing that local policy and politics can actually change um, your day to day life. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the, the representative you vote for, your state senators, your governors, mm-hmm. especially right now in COVID, yeah. um, your governor has yeah. the power to mandate mask wearing. Mm. And um, the offices that you vote for, um, I don't know, like a district attorney or something, mm-hmm. they they have the power to, you know, pardon people or to instill, instill different laws. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah but immigration is... Immigration is such a touchy object. Yeah, and, and it's also not that local. Yeah, for yeah, what yeah, I for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, so what? But, like, do you... So, at the back of your mind, are you scared if you don't get your H-1B next year? Or how long does that usually... I, I was. I was because... Um, I was, but I also knew that there's n- nothing I could do. Mm-hmm. To, like, it's out of my control. Um, 
so really I just kind of like prayed a lot and and put my mind to ease and luckily I got it is it every year that you have to get in and and take a draw yeah is that how you say yeah 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 yeah. every Every year year you have to do the process again if you didn't get it the first year so when do you usually do it they so um you would start the process kind of like end of January Mm -hmm. and then um you they your lawyers typically your company works with an outside counsel and Mm -hmm. then those lawyers go through like a prepping stage and Mm -hmm. they send your material in and on April 1st um, it used to be that they do it by paper which was ridiculously expensive (laughs) and not efficient and a lot of I believe Indian consulting companies were abusing that system in that Mm -hmm. they were sending multiple applications for one applicant so they were just they can do that they could do that it was fraud yeah and so I think, uh, what is it? USCIS finally yeah. realized it's fraud. So they finally they... see their different <laughs> lots with the same name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You would think. Um, so this year they actually switched to an electronic system, which is okay. way cheaper. Yeah, um, and faster and yeah. more accurate, probably. Yeah, yeah. So they announced all the ones that got the lottery on April first. Not a great day, but not a great day. April first. Yeah. Like, seriously. I... <laughs> Maybe wait till another day. Yeah. Okay, got it. And then, so, um, if you don't get it, when do you need to leave? If you don't get it, and if you only have one year to do that, then you would leave whenever your OPT expires. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Got it. And I think there is a grace period for a month or something. Like I that. think so. Okay. Or you can start enrolling in another program and get back on the student yeah, visa. Yeah, or get married. Yeah, that too, that too. <laughs> mm, do not Is forget. That... <laughs> Has that come across your mind? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Do you want to get married and stay here? Definitely. I mean, to me, uh, I oh. think... <laughs> didn't know I was going to ask that, right? No, I did not see that coming. But it's okay. Uh, if you don't want to talk about that. keeps like... telling me to. He's like, Rachel, just get married, man. But like, to whom? Yeah, I know, I know, right? right? So inside my mind, I've always thought that my happiness would take precedence than, you know, where I am. I think if I'm married and happy i would be happy no matter where i am i know yeah, yeah. but yeah. if i'm married and not happy then it doesn't matter if mm. i'm in the states or if i'm back home in china good point yeah very good mm-hmm. yeah cool <laughs> you're looking at me like so sus right now no i mean it's <laughs> i am privileged mm. i i said it in other episodes i am privileged i never have to think twice like it's I am a dual citizen, so it's like I actually can choose not to be here, and oh. which is like before I would, I didn't know that. yeah, before you I came here dual. three years ago, we didn't choose to you be dual here. Dual citizenship, that's yeah. so cool. It's just, and then it's not by choice, right? It's also a privilege because my parents studied here, okay. and not everyone in their generation. Were you born here? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So my brother and I were both born here, and then we just we we went back to Thailand. Yeah. Up there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just like, we're probably even more Taiwanese, Chinese than you <laughs> because we didn't study here. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so interesting. Wow. Yeah. I studied. Did you have to pay taxes on both sides? I don't think so. We didn't make that enough, like oh, okay, that okay. much to, okay. to pay that. And also it's like, uh, let me. S- mm. So like also the same 21 is the dependent year. Right. Mm-hmm, so then mm-hmm. I start like I need to decide if I'm. So I think even until I was 21, I was still American instead of Taiwanese. Oh, okay. Or 18, I don't remember. 
You were yeah. only, like, you only had one passport. That's until... right. That's right. So I got, my brother and I, we went through the same process that when we were about to become adults, we had to apply for our Taiwanese passport. Oh. So we were using that alien resident permit thing. Okay. So it's called ARC okay. certificate. Uh, alien resident certificate. Ah. It's a little, also like a green so cool. something card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. that's why like, we were called Americans at yeah. school. Yeah. I don't know why people know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Because when we, every time when we need to like note down our ID number oh. for school form, yeah, yeah, yeah. our ID numbers are always different. Okay. And then the teacher will, you know, be shamelessly asking, hey, Ping, like what happened to your ID number <laughs> or something like that. Hey. But it's like yeah. people just kind of, you know, pass yeah, it around. Because you gossip. were like different on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's like, oh, she has to go through a different route because she she doesn't have a, a Taiwanese ID. Okay. That kind of thing. I never knew that was a thing. I just thought, oh, okay, this is how we grew up. Because my brother and I, we just both grew up. Mm. But I, I didn't know. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, that's not really yeah. Taiwanese. It's interesting your parents, like, chose to, to let you guys still grow up in Taiwan. Yeah. And then you both still came here. By, after by our that. choice afterwards. Yeah. I think... Uh, when we were growing up after junior high, they actually thought about sending us over here, mm -hmm. just like you guys. But okay. um, I don't know. I went to a different high school, which is like it's not a traditional high school, so I had to study five years for just languages. Oh, I re enjoyed it cool. pretty much. Yeah. Um, and my brother just kind of went through the whole route, like being in Taiwan, and then he was, um, I don't know. I probably shouldn't speak for him, but like he just didn't choose to be here. Um, but like so, so later when he transferred, transfer, he got his Taiwanese citizenship. He has still had to do the army thing. Oh, I the, see. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm -hmm. army service. You have to men have to serve. Yeah, uh, so yeah. he served ten months. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was also one of the reason my dad didn't want him to go through that process. Sure. So to maintain his American citizenship. Okay. But like. By the age of 21, he's still, you <laughs> know, in college. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's not yet out. And then yeah. it's like he has no interest to come to the U.S. So then it's just better. Oh, yeah. But because of that, he actually get... How do you... It's not savage. So people kind of use that to take advantage of him when he was working. Because he was not legally working. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because he was not Taiwanese, right? Oh. He was not authorized to work in Taiwan. Yes. So then uh. the boss will kind of say, you know, we want to do it under the table and all that. So then it's like, sure. we do deduction here and there. And then it's like, what? You want a job, right? It's not like we hire you legally. Mm. So that kind of thing happens. Wow. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, one day I'll interview him. <laughs> he's still, he's <laughs> not ready. Interview your brother. Yes. Yeah. Do that. So, so that's that's the thing. We I I thought of coming to the US for my master's degree, mm -hmm. but um I study teaching Chinese as a second language. Mm. So there's no point to come here mm. <laughs> to learn how to yeah. teach Chinese, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I still yeah. went back home and uh -huh. went went back to my hometown and yeah. yeah, work a little bit and just kind of figure my way out here. I I guess that's such a good major for you. You're, I know. You're like made for it. Um, I think I chose that major because I really wanted to live abroad. Mm. Having that mindset. However, being outside of Taiwan made me realize how much I miss Taiwan. Oh. 
Do you, does it happen to you? Do you miss Shanghai or um, China in general? Um, on some days I do.、Um, yeah, you don't have to say that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't, <laughs> I, I think I miss I miss my family more than I、Friends. miss. Culture, the the country. Ooh, okay.、Sense. Tell me I more. I don't miss the country for、yeah. sure. I love China. I love.、Um, I know that like it doesn't necessarily have the best, most positive connotation to it.、Uh-huh. Our country right now, but、um, I'm very thankful for the culture that I grew up in. Everything from the tradition to the food, especially the food. Yeah, the food, the literature, the rich history. Right, I'm very thankful that I got the opportunity to kind of steep myself on both sides. Yeah, but um, I, I'm also just like a content person. If I if I miss China, it's because I'm homesick and I miss my parents. Ah,、yeah. so home for you is more like where your parents are. Yeah, so if they're here,、is. yeah, it's not. It、bad. is. It would be way better if they、oh, were in the、okay. states. Yeah. Do they cook? At home, yeah. Okay, because、yeah. I, I know a lot of Taiwanese family don't cook. Oh really? It's like takeout or eating out all、so、the time. Much cheaper. I mean, it's not more expensive. It is a lot cheaper. Yes. Then、yeah. here, like, yeah. that's something I miss. It's、mm-hmm. like, <sighs> if、true. I really want something that I don't want to cook, <laughs> I have to think twice. Yeah. Since I'm still a student. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a really good cook. I just saw. Oh,、that. thank you. <laughs> You know, it's not about good cooks. I I think a lot of people kind of like the other episode. I talked to Christina. She started cooking is also because she likes to, and then、mm. she, like Carol, the pastor's yes. wife. Yes, they started cooking. I know, but like it's just they say it's not because they love cooking at the、right. beginning. It's but they because, had to. Yeah, they had to. Not、yeah. like the food outside is not as great,、yeah. or is not for sale. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, is there I, I one? Okay, question. If there's one dish that you miss from China, which one is it? Okay, well, it's not a savory dish, but、okay. it's called、uh, normio. What is it? So in Hangzhou, we so we're like kind of known for this lake called West Lake. Okay, and there's beautiful lotus flowers every summer. So normio is where you take the lotus root. Yeah. Um, and you stuff the little holes in there、okay. with sticky rice. Okay. And you steam that in a brown sugar syrup, and drizzle it with osmanthus flowers, and、oh. slice it up. And so it would be even like slices of lotus root, but、yeah. sticky rice steamed. Oh, so yummy. Like a chewy treat. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Is the lotus stem? Crunchy in a way, or it's just gonna be soft. It's it's like right in between after、okay. you steam it, and then the sticky rice is like perfectly cooked. Cooks.、Mm. It's it's like chewy and、yeah. sticky and sweet, but not too sweet. You、oh. know,、oh, I miss that. I've never tried that. I need to. Yeah, it's a very like southern China Chinese dish. I、okay. guess. Okay. Yeah. Do you find it here? No. <sighs> What happened to Colorado? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I think it's just、Sorry. a very special thing. It's a very typical. Yeah, it's also very seasonal.、Stem. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah the lotus stem.、Mm. That's true. I don't really see lotus stem growing here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. That's the one thing I miss. Yeah. Do you miss your friends back home? Or、mm. do you still have any friends back home? Do I have any friends? Oh, <laughs>、no. we're going dark here. No. We're 
laundry in a closet. Yeah, in a closet. And, yeah, going down.、Um, Is it hard to maintain that relationship after you moved here? And then you didn't go back as much, right? No. At, at first, we would try to go back every at least every year,、mm-hmm. but、um, not anymore right now for me. At least with my visa situation, I can't. Like, I don't have as、oh. much say in when I want to go back. Okay. And stuff with the executive order in place right now. Ooh.、Um, <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't know. Like when you're having H one B, you cannot travel. You can, but it's a lot of hassle. Like the first time you go back, you have to、um, go to the、uh, consulate and get like go basically go through like a whole visa requirement process. Yeah. Even with your H one B status, they have、mm. to give you a new like stamp. Yeah. On your passport. And then every time after that, I believe you can. It's only single entry for、uh, mainland China. Yeah, people who are born in mainland China. So、okay. it's, it's a lot of hassle for sure, and I don't want to think about that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you're just yeah, want, you're in the harder category for other people from other countries. Yeah, it will be easier for them. To I、travel. think so. Got I think it. So. Whoa, it's, it differs、okay. by country. I think for、yeah. India, you have multiple entries within、mm-hmm. like three years, but it's also because their queue is so long.、Mm-hmm. Um, so they they realize that you have to go home and not go to the consulate every time you go、mm-hmm. home.、Uh, yeah. And the population is huge too.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like China, so the relations, I guess it's also the U.S. China relations. Yeah, right now it's really just not a good time. Yeah, it's not cute. <laughs> nobody's nobody's <laughs> enjoying it. Yeah, are you hopeful、yeah. for next year? I am more hopeful、okay. than what it is right now. Okay. I I truly, I don't know. I. I can see things on both sides. Like I can see what,、um, how Trump supporters would think. You know, and what he's doing is is good for America. You know, he's very like macho. This image,、mm-hmm. he doesn't take crap from other countries. Yeah, he, he does what he wants. Yeah.、Um, but I also feel like it's it's the rock bottom of China U.S. relationship、yeah. since like I was born probably. Yeah. Yeah, because growing up, I witnessed a lot of foreign investment,、mm-hmm. especially in Shanghai. Like. It's just funny because you go to those older neighborhoods and you would just kind of see, like a blonde dude on a on a scooter bike just going in and yeah, out those yeah. like old streets.、Um, but apparently after, I, I forgot what event triggered it, but、mm-hmm. after one of the trade war talks, they、um, a lot of them just came back because、um, foreign investment weren't as relevant anymore, and so they didn't need as many ex- Ooh, expats in China.、It. So yeah, yeah. Is it also because China's economy has become more independent and also like a very strong role in the world. Because、mm. there's a lot of involvement. Yeah, throughout the whole twenty years. Yeah, I, I I think maybe. And we were just that young. Maybe it was it was like a. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all we know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like a evolving relationship. Yeah, I don't know China's economy. Is strong for sure, but I also feel like、um, it. China is really good. Well, the Chinese government is really good、mm-hmm. at wielding its huge market base as kind of a power to、yeah. leverage itself to the point where sometimes it could be considered a bit of a bully、mm-hmm. to foreign companies. Yeah, and for example, the film industry as、mm-hmm. well. Yeah,、um, so everything right because it's such a Big slice of the pie,、yeah. and purchasing power is so strong and robust in China.、Yeah. Every company out there wants a slice of it. And、yeah. um, who does it hurt if they take out a few words in a commercial, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Hmm. 
Wow. That's another great topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything you want to ask me before we end? <laughs> Just give me the kombucha recipe. <laughs> mm. I will, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still fascinated like how bilingual, bicultural you are. Oh. Well, because a lot of people, <laughs> they're just kind of one is more prominent the, than the other one. Okay. Well, I guess a good way to sum up how I feel all the time is I still feel Chinese in America, but when I go back to China, I feel American. Oh. So you were the typical third culture kid. Like, I, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like my parents would, like, they would remark. On my like gestures and body language. Oh, it's like you're becoming Western. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, or like, more American. Yeah, not and, even Western. Right, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I talk loud in 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 Chinese standards. Yeah, I talk loud, yeah. which like you're just considered normal volume. It's like yeah, mom and dad. I think you guys talk loud. Yeah, my family are so loud at really? the dinner table. Yeah, really? they're just everyone talking over each other, and then my Louis That's is like though. scared the first time. It's like, <laughs> Gosh. Why is everyone shouting? Uh, it's just a weight of passion. But like your parents don't think they're loud. No, no. I guess I have a small family to begin with. Yeah. So we didn't need to yell yeah. a lot of times. But I think Americans are so used to, you know, speaking at a audible volume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be considered like you're being kinda loud right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. got it. Yeah. 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 So they would remark on that. and I have another question. I just realized that I didn't ask you. Sure. When you were booking for the appointment. Oh, by the way, listeners, if you are interested in coming to the show, please do. Because I'm out of stock. <laughs> well, I'm the king's last resort. No, 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 no. Just, just kind of promote it. So subscribe. And then, you know, check in um, if you have any stories to share. I No, I mean, I'm on a rolling basis for guests. But, I see, um, I see. When you sign up and then Your you Your guest say, list has been very impressive, though, I would oh, say. thank you. <laughs> Just, I feel like I'm, like, the least interesting person <laughs> no, 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 on no, the no, list no. so far. I think we had a good talk. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I, I kind of worry. Like, I don't... I used out all my resources for my friends. Now I have okay. to reach out to more guests. Yeah. So, listeners, if you're out there, you're interested to share and talk, like, talk or chat. This Come to Pink's yeah. Closet. Totally, Yeah. Email chaiwithpink at g, uh, gmail.com or Instagram or Facebook. You know how to find me. Um, my question is, like, you sign up for in- the English episode because I'm doing Mandarin English. Oh, yeah. But your mother tongue <laughs> is Mandarin. you Mandarin, yes. Why is that? Uh, I, I truly thought about it. Well, I think obviously the reason is most of my friends, if they know Chinese, they already know English. Do so they? I feel like... <laughs> oh, oh maybe, they... <laughs> wait. Maybe the other way. So if I were to talk... Uh, um, with you in Mandarin, not as many people would, uh, like the audience space wouldn't be as wide. Mm. Yeah. Where do you put your country in this whole listener population? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you have a whole, you have I don't know where your <laughs> audience space is, Pink. You tell me. If it's a Mandarin listener, it's probably from that side of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Taiwan too. Um, but I, 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 I just, I, I couldn't really see myself talking about myself in Chinese. How that come? struck me as a very odd and almost narcissistic idea. Um, mm. Yeah, because 
I think maybe it's because growing up until 16, I was not really, um, we weren't really encouraged to express ourselves in、mm-hmm. a lot of ways. You know, you're encouraged to conform, to perform well. Discipline is something that's like a core value, right?、Um, but after moving here, I kind of realized, you know, everything from the, the, the clothes you wear, you don't have to wear a uniform anymore, to your hairstyle, to how much makeup you want to put on that day. Um, it's completely up to you.、Yeah. And what you want to do with your life, you have a lot more agency、yeah. because of the resources here.、Mm-hmm. So I think I was more encouraged towards、um, self expression、mm-hmm. after, yeah, after yeah. I came here.、Um, and、um, so mental health has always been a big part of my life.、Okay. Um, focusing on it and just like trying to. to To maintain a good like, streak of mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, so, in that, I also feel like most of the resources and stuff I've learned、yeah. are from English resources. Yeah. And so, I I, I, yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. A lot yeah. of the things that I felt awkward speaking in Mandarin because yes, I was not、awkward. taught that way. Yeah, yeah.、Oh. Awkward would be. Especially, yeah, especially to some, some topics like、mm-hmm. mental health. It's, it's getting more popular now in Taiwan,、yeah. but、mm-hmm. like, people don't have the vocabulary, the、no. language to, to say the same thing. No, yeah. And I realized that the culture is also different. The language culture is different. It's、um. like, this is not how we say it. So, a lot of times I say, let me know if you need me or like, I, can,、yeah. I wanna yeah, give yeah, yeah. you any support if、mm-hmm. you want. But then in Mandarin, we don't actually say that. To friends or family. It's like, We don't, yeah. It, There's not an equivalent term. Yeah, it's like, we, we'll probably just say, I think we'll, I will impose the help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I impose the help. It's like, we, we, we wouldn't say, like, let me know if you need help. Yeah, there's no, like, direct translation、mm-hmm. to let me know if you need help. It sounds really foreign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, gotcha. All right. Well,、mm-hmm. If listeners want to listen to you in Mandarin, will you be willing to do it with me? For sure. Yeah. So, listeners, you heard it. If you want to listen <laughs> to Rachel's <laughs> stories <laughs> in Mandarin, please write in and let us know. All right. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Ping.、Yeah. This has been so fun. Oh, yeah. It's almost an hour. So, thank you so much. Listeners, leave a comment, give feedback, and subscribe and like. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chai with Ping. Let us hear your voices and stories. Please share this episode, like, and follow us on Instagram at Chai with Ping. You can also email us at chaiwithping at gmail.com. Till next time.